Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. A guy that can pay full price anywhere, anytime, regardless of the restaurant, is Pete Jensen. Pete, welcome. <laughs> Bonjour. What an introduction. I, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, we're going to have a big off season in the NHL for sure. And it's going to start right up uh, next week with the draft and free agency and things like that. But great to be on with you, Steve. It was a great Stanley Cup final. And yeah, maybe there was a little dent in it, but I. I think they'll uh, they'll patch it up for sure. And, it's not the and, first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not the. I remember. I remember when Fetisov was playing for Detroit, uh-huh. and they won the Stanley Cup. So you know, and he was the first one that led the parade of Russians coming uh-huh. to play in North America. And he he went up to Batman and he said. Well, you know, we all get to take it. I want to take it to Russia. And Bevan's like, geez, I don't know. I mean, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> it's like, come on. He had to fight him on it. Uh, so it's been left on the side of the road. It's been in swimming pools. Okay, it's got a dent. All right. So Colorado was very patient with this rebuild from 48 points in Jared Bednar's first season to now. And Four second round eliminations? Does that sound right, Pete? Right. Uh, uh, definitely the past couple of years. Yeah. I mean, they really, uh, they've been favored to win the cup for a few years now running. Uh, they were the best team all year, last year and this year. Last year, they ran into the problem in the second round against the Golden Knights, who yeah. proved that they were the better team at the time. But I guess they didn't have to play Vegas this year because Vegas missed the playoffs. They had so many injuries and now. Yeah, Colorado deserved champions for sure. So they've patiently gone through this rebuild, but the rebuild has been based a lot on speed. Uh, is it right. uh, there's there's a limited amount of speed out there? But is it something that in leagues are copycat? Can you see more teams doing whatever they can to try and duplicate that in their own system of more speed? I think it has to be done uh, within reason, for sure. I think a team like Edmonton has a lot of speed, but certainly didn't have anything remotely close to the defense that the Avalanche have. And you could say, you know, Colorado won the Cup this year with about 900 save percentage goaltending, which is pretty mediocre. But, I mean, the defense is strong around those guys. The part of the reason why the save percentage isn't that good is, like, they just don't face a ton of shots, and then you know, team finds a way on the power play or whatever to to get it by the goaltender and different situations throughout the game. But um, it, it kind of makes it difficult in a way for the goaltenders when they are only facing twenty to twenty five shots in a game. Um, so anyway, yeah, I think that the in terms of copying this uh, this run and this uh, powerhouse that the Avalanche have become. Certainly, it's centered around the two speedy players, uh, McKinnon and McCarr. McCarr has pretty much won every trophy imaginable other than the Hart Trophy, pretty much everything else that he could have won. Hobie Baker, Calder Trophy for top rookie. You know, of course, Conn Smythe this year, Stanley Cup. Um, Maybe he'll win the Hart Trophy down the line. Maybe he'll score 100 points as a defenseman, which hasn't been done in ages, but Clearly, you have two superior talents in McKinnon and McCarr, and then built around them. It was honestly a series of trades throughout the years. 
Devon's Taves trade, the Nazem Kadri mm-hmm. trade, the Darcy Kemper trade, the Arturi Lekkinen trade, right? There, there have been like so many trades, and Joe Sackick is the mastermind behind it all, you know? No question. Uh, but that's how you have to do You have to draft well, and then you also have to make deals. Uh, probably more deals maybe in the NHL than anywhere else to get a team like like Colorado put together. So now you uh, in free agency, long list of free agents are going to be out there. Who are some of the more coveted names that you're interested in saying, oh, gee, I wonder where they will land and how they'll fit? Well, in your neck of the woods right now, the Pittsburgh Penguins are kind of at a crossroads, right? It's been like three or four straight first-round exits. This year, the timing of the Crosby injury was not good at all for them. It turned the tide of the series against the Rangers, and now they have to figure out you know, how are they going to bring back Latang and or Malkin, maybe both. They already signed Brian Rust, so we know he's coming back. And then the big, the biggest fish in the pond is Johnny Gaudreau from the Calgary Flames, yeah. who was just coming off like a borderline MVP season, and he's always been rumored, you know, to come back east. He's from New Jersey, around Philly, so a couple of teams in that whereabouts. Of course, he went to school in Massachusetts, so um, he's obviously rumored for a lot of teams on the East Coast, but obviously got very deep in the playoffs this year. And, um, you know, I think maybe has some unfinished business with the Flames. So I'm to answer your question, I'm really curious to see where Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau yeah. goes, and then uh, the rest of the pool will come from there. And Nazem Kadri, by the way, I mean, he just had like the contract year of all contract years. <laughs> <laughs> like unbelievable breakout player in the regular season, career highs across the board, and then wins the cup, scores coming back from injury scores the um, overtime winner in game four. I mean, that's ridiculous theater, and Kadri deserves his payday now. The Montreal Canadiens last won the Stanley Cup in 1993. In my lifetime, growing up in the 60s, 70s, and then transitioning into the 80s and early 90s, the Montreal Canadiens were always in the neighborhood of Winning a Stanley Cup. Look, last you know, last year I don't know what last year was. Okay, <laughs> but to be but to be honest with you, to me I don't even look at last year as being realistic. They're going to get the first overall pick in the draft, which in my lifetime I'd never, unless they traded for it, I never thought I'd ever see Montreal have the first overall pick in the draft. So where do they go with it? What are their choices? So they got two choices. You know, everybody's doing their final rankings uh, this week, and the draft is, of course, next week. I'm going to be there. It's my first time in Montreal. I'm excited for that. It's one of the best hockey markets uh, from everything I've heard and a great city. So, yeah, Montreal, it's kind of like they saw the highs, right, of going to the Cup Final, and then this past year saw the lows. Now they're drafting first overall, and they were tied for the worst record in the league. So, a pretty bad season. I think you could trace it to uh, Carey Price, of course, you know, missed most of the season. He was injured, um, had some stuff off the ice to deal with. So um, hopefully he'll be back next year. And then they're going to be choosing most likely between two forwards, uh, Shane Wright from the OHL. He's a center. And Jurai Slavkovsky, um, 
He is uh, you know, from Slovakia, and he's a big body left winger. So he's six foot four. So I guess maybe they have to balance, I think, position of need versus, uh, you know, maybe the highest ceiling down the road. So, you know, from everything I've been hearing about this Slavkovsky kid, like he seems to be trending upward and maybe even could be taken first. But I do, I will say the Montreal Canadiens have needed a bona fide number one center for a long time. They tried a couple of years ago. They got um, Hoka Niemi, mm-hmm. I think with the third pick and, ended up being kind of a bust. Now he plays for the Hurricanes. So I think, you know, going with the top-line center of this kid Shane Wright ends up being the real deal could really be a big thing for the franchise. They have Nick Suzuki, um, who's a really good player, excelled last year for them in the playoffs, and they have Cole Caulfield. So if you have Suzuki and Shane Wright up the middle, that is a recipe for success long-term, right? All these teams have had multiple good centers, Point and Stamkos for the Lightning, you know, Braden Shen and Ryan O'Reilly for the Blues, uh, McKinnon and Kadri for the Avalanche, Crosby and Malkin for the Penguins, the list goes on. So I feel like that's probably the right way to go for them. It's, it's easy to get caught up in this hype leading up to the draft, like this Slavkovsky kid maybe has the highest ceiling, uh, but could be a project, right? So I, I think Shane Wright is a safer choice for Montreal at number one. And not only that, Shea Weber is now a member of the Vegas Golden Knights. So I mean, they, right. they, they have yeah, lost contract, they, right? They've lost a, a rudder on, on defense, and which means that yeah. they're having Subban, who made you know, they dealt, they sent him to Nashville, right? Yep. They've got Weber out of it. Now they even have Weber. Yeah, it's true. Uh, they do have Jeff Petrie, but he didn't have a very good season this past year um, after really being one of the top offensive defensemen the previous year. So it's kind of a tough situation. You know, they had their GM, Bergevin, for a long time, and they got rid of him last year. So it's kind of like a turning of the page for Montreal, but it all starts with the draft. Like you said, with Colorado, Joe Sackick stepped into the gig and like a month later, he got to draft uh, Nathan McKinnon right with the top pick. So, yeah, like it all starts there, and then you got to start to swing some moves. Luckily for Montreal, they do have that foundation, like with Caulfield and Suzuki, like I mentioned, and some of the old guard is still there, like guys like Brendan Gallagher and Petrie and Carey Price, if he's healthy. We saw what Carey Price's ceiling was last year, right? Taking them all the way to the cup final yeah. when they were one of the worst teams in the whole playoff field. Yeah. Um, boy, they sure do miss Guy Lafleur. All right. So, <laughs> Pete, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Appreciate your time very much. Oh, anytime, Steve. Look forward to catching up with you maybe after free agency, right? We'll see where... Johnny Hockey goes and where some of these other guys, you know, we'll see. We could see it's not out of the realm of possibility. We could see like Patrick Kane get traded this Oof. summer. That's a real possibility. That would be something. But That'd hey, be... thanks for having me on. Steve. Hey, enjoy Montreal, by the way. Great, great city. So enjoy it. Thanks. Will do. I'm really excited about it.